Hey, it's Heidi Dawson, and this is Wednesday Wisdom, where I interview wildly successful people from across the world, where we get an inside view into what their daily life looks like. Success leaves clues, and on Wednesdays, we're finding them. Join me now for the latest wildly successful interview. Hi, guys. Welcome to the 45th episode of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. And also, it's Wednesday Wisdom. And today's guest is someone that I think you're going to love as much as I do. I mean, she has been an inspiration to me for so long. She's one of a kind. I can tell you that. Uh, She is one of the bravest, most creative and adventurous people I've ever met. There is never a dull moment. Like when she's around, it's always fun. I'm always laughing. And I love that. And she also is dedicated, though, and this is another thing I love about her, to growing and learning something new. I think it's safe to say every single day. And she's going to inspire you for that reason, but also because she reinvented herself after uh, the terrible tragedy of losing her husband, who died when his plane crashed. So she's had ups and downs, but her art and design are so fantastic and beautiful. I have several pieces in my home, and I'm telling you, every time I walk by them, they make me happy. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Teresa Davis. Now, Teresa is also has her artist name is Gigi. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Gigi. Hi, Heidi. Thank you so much for having me. This is just such an honor to be talking to you today. Well, it is my honor. And I mentioned that your artist name is Gigi. And I want to, do you have, there's a story behind that. I, it's so fun. And I want you to tell everyone about that story. There is a great story to the Gigi name. Um, I my my grandma name is Gigi and when I was in Paris studying art which I do maybe three or four times a year I'm in Paris um working on my art super jealous when I was in Paris (laughs) yes uh, when I was in Paris studying art I was with my French artist friends and I was I was on a, a phone call and Gigi came up and they all looked at me and they said, Gigi? Oh, Gigi, it's perfect. It's a perfect artist name for you. So at that point, I became Gigi and now they call me Gigi. Gigi. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love so. it so much. And it fits you though. I mean, like, I think it fits you perfectly. So I'm so glad that you have that as your artist name. <laughs> yes, it's, and it, a, a I, lot of people say that. I also, I'm going to put in the show notes afterwards, like your Instagram handle and your website, uh, because number one, your website's beautiful, but your Instagram handle is so inspiring because we get to go with you on your trip to Paris every single time. And I love it. And I've been to Paris with you and I know how much fun it is. So every time I see you there, I'm always jealous, but I'm happy you're there but I'm jealous. <laughs> okay. okay. So, you right. know, uh, we talked a little bit about this, the 10 speed style questions, and I'm going to start with number one. Um, your story to me is so inspiring. I mean, you've had, you had your life all planned out and then everything changed overnight. 
um, you've created a life to me that's full of passion, beauty, and, and adventure. And you've done it all on your own. I mean, including raising your three kids and they're every one of them successful in their own right, which is incredible. So I know it hasn't been easy since the death of your husband in 2009, but it's inspiring because you embrace life fully in what you call post 31, which is after your husband's death, you could have just crumbled and people would have understood, but you didn't. And it's been so beautiful to see how your life has evolved. So what's one piece of advice you would give to someone who has a life changing setback later in life, like you did, because that happens. Well, I, I think I have a little bit of insight in how to possibly move forward and move through an event like that. But I want to say first to explain my business name, which, as you said, is Post 31 Interiors and Fine Art. And the Post 31, my husband died on January 31st, 2009. So when I was when I was thinking about a very appropriate name to move forward with and to name my business, Post Thirty One was one of the names. So so that is that is the backstory of my company name. Um, I love following that. That the is, fatal, that is a beautiful name, and I, I love how that because everything really is Post Thirty One, you know. So. It's completely post 31. Um, I, I started my business right like two or three months after that event. So it, it really has deep meaning and significance to my commitment to moving forward in my life. So um, following the fatal accident, our very wonderful wise UPS driver met my son and I in the garage. We were sorting through some stuff. He explained his sorrow to us first, and following that, he said words that resonated to both of us moving forward, and he said, think not why the Lord took your dad, but why he left you. He put his arm around my son, and he was a very large, just towering, sweet, gentle soul, and told him, think not why the Lord took your dad, but why he left you. So that moment resonated, I think, with both of us very firmly. Um, and moving forward and realizing that life is so full of unexpected setbacks and changes that we never ask for, they can propel us forward in a powerful way if we work very hard to get there. So, you know, processing grief takes time, of course, but I always knew that there would be, I could create a path forward for myself. And in my doing that, it would be the most helpful way I could help my children move through it as well. So they wouldn't have to see me suffer and, and, and not be able to create a new life for myself. I, I felt it, it was really the best gift I could give them. Yeah, uh, that is so, that is such a beautiful, touching story. I, I hadn't, I thought I knew all the stories, but I hadn't heard that story. And it, I have goosebumps, you know, several times when you were talking. So that, I love that. So um, 
So that is one really, really positive piece of advice is that life is so full of unexpected setbacks and, you know, being able to progress your, I mean, um, process your grief and then be able to, because sometimes it does propel you forward when, when things, when there's setbacks like that. So that's really powerful. And I love that. And I really love the story about the name post 31. So, all right. So now number two, you travel so much, which I love because we are also big travelers and we've traveled together, but you travel a lot. So do you have a regular morning routine when you're home though? I do have a morning routine. I <laughs> the morning is the morning is my favorite favorite time. You and I are both morning people, Heidi. We are. <laughs> we are. In fact, some of my favorite mornings are the mornings I get to eat your your peanut butter slather to bake. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, I'm just craving that right now. Oh, it's so delicious. You can but have it for dinner. All yeah, right. Truly, I'm at the top of my game in the morning, and it is by far my favorite day, time of day. Um, I would say every morning I get up between any time between 4 and 5.30. Coffee with half and half is a must. Checking my email very quickly just to be sure there's nothing super pressing. And then my favorite is fresh air. Yes. Walking, being outside. It's such a great way for me to think and process. And I have found that I think and process the best while I'm moving. Yes, that's so, so true. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm reading a book called Stillness is the Key. And so many successful, really interesting, successful people are saying the exact same thing that you're saying here, that they take fresh air walks and that's when they do their best thinking. So there's something to that. I'm, I'm glad. You wow. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting, isn't it? It is. It's really interesting. So along the same lines, like how many hours a night do you sleep? Okay. I have a big secret wellness <laughs> recipe that oh, I am oh, going okay. to give you right now. Yeah. I used to not be a good sleeper and I used to only really be able to sleep five or six hours a night until I started taking magnesium. Do you take magnesium? I take magnesium every morning. Okay. You take it at well, night? It has, I take it usually, I, would t I, I take it in the middle of the day, but since I have begun taking magnesium, it has increased my sleep, my deep sleep, and also the hours that I'm able to sleep. I'm amazed at, at wow. the change. Boy, that's yeah. huge. That is, that's huge. I, I didn't realize that. Now, I know magnesium is, I mean, we take it every day, but I didn't realize that it was really good for sleep. That's so good to know. Okay. Uh, and you're a good sleeper too, right? I am you're a good, a good sleeper. sleeper. Yeah, I am a good sleeper, but recently there have been a few nights where I'm kind of like up at, you know, two in the morning and not, no stress. I'm not worried about anything, but so I am going to, okay, I'm going to look into that a little bit. Like maybe I should take it. Okay. The magnesium later. 300, yeah. 300 milligrams of magnesium. And also you, you're supposed to 
have calcium with it because that helps the absorption. Okay. All right. See, ah, oh, that's such so, good. that's such good advice. Okay, I'm I'm writing that down. Um, okay, all right, that's wonderful. Very already, we've gotten some wonderful advice from you. Okay, now this next one. This is from. This is really just kind of a selfish question for myself. You managed to look 15 years younger than you are. <laughs> Nobody has any clue. Hi. How? <laughs> oh, hey, do so you have secrets? Maybe it's your sleep. <laughs> it's your sleep and your fresh air walking. So how how do you do it? Well, you are way too kind to say that, but but <laughs> I'm gonna take it. <laughs> we'll always take I it. Love that. Thank we? you, thank you, thank you. But that really is quite um quite kind of you. You know, I think I come from good genes. I will say that, and you know that my mom has always looked great for her age. Yeah, she, she's You're now right. eighty-eight. She's still doing she's the splits, right? Yep, yep. Until two. Two years ago, she could do the full-on split, and I mean, she was great to take with parties because she could actually perform and really <laughs> impress everyone. <laughs> so, are you gonna? So, are you gonna be able to do that? You know, I'm working on it right now in yoga. I'm I'm not even close. But, but okay, I, I won't ask you to day. do that okay. next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, it, it, it's my goal yes I, it is my goal I'm gonna work for the splits but okay. um I think a healthy diet as yeah. you do is is really instrumental in not only staying in shape but keeping your skin healthy yeah yeah and true. you know I I think the, the greatest gift I can leave for my kids or give my kids as I age is to put out the effort to keep myself healthy. Right. So, that's, so, that's yeah. a great point. You, you're always such a thoughtful mother. Um, that's a good. <laughs> Would you remind them? Could you remind them? I will. Please? I will. The next, I'm going to, I'm going to DM them on, on Instagram. <laughs> so now we're, while we talk, we're talking about your, your kiddos. They're not really kids anymore. I mean, they're all wildly successful adults in their own right. Um, how young thirty? Do you have advice for people now, Eric? And I don't have children, but you have managed to raise balanced, successful. All three of them are successful, balanced, well-adjusted kids. So, is there any like? Do you have a piece of advice on that? Like something that you know that maybe parents don't. I don't think I really know anything that other parents don't. I will say that I, I have been very, very lucky with my kids. I am so grateful. I think for the boys, because I have two boys and a daughter in the middle. And for the boys, I think their dad left such an incredible legacy because he had exposed them from such a young age to aviation. Yeah. And they both loved aviation it helped to keep them focused and centered. And they also spent all this wonderful quality time with him, enjoying what he loved so much. And he loved sharing that. So I think one of the silver linings really of Ray's death was that they immediately, upon seeing each other, um, right when they came back to town, they made a pact to honor him by becoming 
the best pilots they could be. Mm. And so, you know, I, I feel like we were very lucky there. And I, I, one of the best things you can do with your kids is just to continue to expose them to anything and everything and find what that is that really sets them on fire and, and you know, gives them and brings them joy. Yeah, see, that, that to me is, uh, that's, that's huge advice just right there is, you know, because a lot of times I think like parents want their kids to do kind of what they want them to do, you know, and, and you're, you're saying expose them to so many things and find what actually lights them on fire. And fortunately for both of your boys, you know, flying was what invigorated them. Okay. Now let me get on into your art, which I love so much. And I mean, your art to me is unique. Like there's a lot of people that do nudes, your nudes are very specific, very fun loving. I love that your abstracts are fabulous. So how do you balance the art and design? Because you do a lot of both and both of them are fat. Your design is as good as your art and your art is as good as your design. So how do you balance the two of them? Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So nice. Um, well, they, they really are both one in in my life and my mind and they're in truth in truth well they're woven together yeah so closely and they always have been in my life I you know I went to art school and in art school I studied I studied drawing painting textile design um photography um interior design so I had a very broad background and I I have carried I've been able to carry my art background into all of my interior design work and a lot of the times you will see art in my design whether it's through one-of-a-kind pieces that are gathered on travel sculpture just interesting found objects or actual painted pieces of art. So, so I incorporate all of that into my art and or into my design. So I think when people see my design work, many times they will see uh, objects or um, pieces of sculpture that that look like they probably have a backstory. That Absolutely. Yeah. Even in yeah. your place, you know, to me, like I've, I think that in any of the photographs too that I've seen of your designs, you always have something interesting. Everything is interesting. It's not ever boring, even though it is very calming and classic. I think it's never boring because you always have something different and unique and the art is always really, really good. So I love that, how you've woven those two together. Um, now, all right. So then you've been published too in many magazines. I mean, we won't list them all, but one of them is Lux Magazine. And now they're, they're, for some people who want to be published with their craft, whether it's design or whether it's um, whatever they're doing, it, do you have advice for that on how to get published? Because you've been published several times. Oh, I think that one is a tough one. Um, it, and it's such a great honor when someone else sees value in your work and enough value to actually put, put you in their pages. 
You know, I think that the publishing world is changing so much that moving forward, I wonder if I wouldn't encourage people to think of ways that they can self-publish. Um, and okay. I think you can do that so much through Instagram and, and through a lot of social media outlets right now yeah. um, and get the work out there. I think that's good advice because it's instead of trying to push, push, push hard, you know, and, and hold out your, your best projects for a magazine, you just get it out there so people can see your work and how good it is. So, I mean, I think that's really good. I think that's great advice. To, well, to and you're right. When, when you submit a project to a publication in hopes that they will publish it, they always expect you to hold it back. You can't put it on social media most of the time and you can't put it out where anyone can see it. And most of the time that is for a good couple of years that right. you are sitting on a fabulous, you know, piece of piece of art or project that you've done. I know that's, that is really a good point. You don't have to do that if you, if you self-publish. So, Okay, so that's great advice. Now, now every single talking about Instagram, every single photograph that you post is styled to perfection. Now, I've actually seen you do it. It takes a minute for you to do it, but actually you put it together fairly quickly. I mean, it would take me 14 hours to do what you do in like 10 minutes, but I'm always blown away at how easily you're able to gather like 10 different weird things. And I'm like, what are you doing with that spoon? Or <laughs> you're taking my bracelets off, you know? And it's, it's like, <laughs> does it, it doesn't take you long, you know, to get something looking beautiful. So um, how, how can, like, does it take a long time to get a great picture when you're not gathering like that? Or is that something you can just, you kind of do it in your sleep, can't you? I, I really, you know, I, I just like to think I have done it for so long and I've made so many mistakes that I've truly learned from. And I've always thought, how can I make this look better? How can this work better? You know, how can I tweak this? So I think part of my success in styling is um, design. Is I always use design principles when I'm styling, and I use them unconsciously, but I think it makes a big difference in how I set things up. And as you said, there, you know, I try to use. Um, interesting random kinds of objects in in a um a new or interesting way and the way that they interact and the dialogue that they have between each other make makes the whole setup thing it makes it work i know and it's you know i think sometimes i i had tried that a few times and it just looked like a pile of stuff <laughs> and I'm a designer you know so it is the styling is a much different thing how to take a pile of stuff to a singing, singing pile of stuff <laughs> yeah so I mean I think for me that isn't like my forte it I I don't that isn't one of my my things but for you you could put it together I've watched you do it and I'm like wow I, I just you, I'm blown away so all right good that's just enough we're just going to count that as that's one of your innately innate things that you've done because of all of your experience too because you've used the design yeah. 
principles and all of that. So, um, okay, all right. So now this now, this is a question that I ask everyone really. I mean, we're we're in a chaotic time in America right now. Do you have a podcast that you listen to that helps you stay grounded or maybe or a podcast or a book that you're reading? Is there is there something that you can tell us that we could go to that might help us? Because I'm always looking for good stuff, as you know. Well, I know you are. And I, I, I love that about you. And I love um, that you are bringing that to the forefront with your podcast. Um, one of my very favorite all-time podcasts is Tim Ferriss. He is awesome. He has written a lot of books, but two of his favorite books that I love are are called Tools of Titans, and the other is Tribe of Mentors, and he interviews the most fascinating people that have created these very storied lives, and, and they share what they've learned. They share their failures. They... They just put it all all out there. And so I love to listen to that. Brene Brown also has a new podcast. Gosh, how can you doesn't love Brene Brown? Yeah, that's so true. Those are really two really strong podcasts that no one's mentioned yet, which is surprising. So Tim Ferriss and Brene Brown, I mean, obviously both of those would be phenomenal. I actually don't have Brene Brown's on my podcast list. So I'm going to add that. Um, Ooh, I know I follow her on Instagram and I'm always like oh that's so good but yeah okay I'll, I'll do that now how about is there a piece of advice that you would give yourself back when you were just starting out yes I think I think one of the most um productive pieces of advice is to see failure as an opportunity for growth I think that our failures give us the biggest and best insight into how to improve in our lives. Nelson Mandela, this is one of my favorite sayings, said, I never lose. I either win or learn. I love that. Keep failure and opportunity for growth. And I never lose. I, I either win or I learn. I love that. Yeah. Because you can't lose in that way. Like it's, it's, it's impossible to lose when you learn from your failure. I love we all fail. We Ah, all fail. I I think every day, right? (laughs) Every day I have failed at many, 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 um, turns in the road and uh, with with going back and rethinking and and going back through what the failure was, it just provides the biggest opportunity for insight and the biggest opportunity to become your better self, your best self. Right, and you're a you are so good at that too. Like you you you've had some things happen and you just keep on going. And I think that's, and then, and you make something beautiful out of everything. I mean, I love that. And I get so much inspiration from you all the time. Every time I'm, I'm with you is so much fun. And every time I talk to you, it's so much fun, just like this. So, all right, now look, how would someone get in touch with you? They, if they wanted to look at your art or wanted to maybe work with you in design because you're super phenomenal designer and you make everything beautiful, how would they get in touch with you? 
I have um, social media. I'm on Instagram. Okay. Um, I've been on a bit of a break from Instagram, but um, I'll get back in there at some point. So <laughs> we all need a break sometimes. <laughs> we sure do. Yes. Um, Instagram and my website, both would be great ways. Okay. Website is, is that post31.com? Uh-huh. Post31.com. And your Instagram you also, handle? Yeah, my Instagram is the same, Post 31 oh. Interiors. Great. And Fine Art. We've added and Fine Art onto that. But I also have a Fine Art site, which I have just started, which is TGG Davis Art. TGG so that's where, Davis Art. I love uh, it. Yeah, and that's where... Um, only my art usually is posted on that. Okay. Well, I'll put those in the show notes so that uh, people can can see it as well. So, all right. Well, I ha- I think I've held you long enough, but I, I've just enjoyed the interview as I always do. I mean, we, we have gotten a lot of time to talk before too. So thank you so much for coming on and being my 45th episode guest. What an honor. Heidi, I always love talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.